Alright, what's up guys? Uh, before this episode begins, I just wanted to say that uh, thank you for all the love and support that we've been receiving on the podcast. It truly means a lot, you know. Uh, but today's episode deals with two topics. Uh, the first one being that of the wrongings that have been done in the music industry regarding certain artists that have passed, what they've done with their their legacy, their music, you know, stuff, stuff like that. And uh, the second topic is uh, is regarding what the the events that are occurring right now. Um, you know, with the, with, the, with the with the tragic events that have that have occurred with George Floyd and and his passing, uh, is 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 unlawful passing. Um, but if you want to hear more about that. Instead of you know the 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 music and everything, it's it's fine. Uh, you, you can just go ahead and skip over to the fifty fifth minute of the episode, and that's where the conversation starts. Um, so yeah, thank you for the love and support uh, you guys have been giving us, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. What's up, G? Yo, what's up? How's it, how's it going? It's it's been going pretty good, dog. Honestly, um, I've just been chilling. Uh, college class started so i'm working on that kind of a kind of a pain you know but uh you know as long as i get a head start on life am i right oh yeah i just i don't know every time every time you bring that up it just i don't know it gets me a little stressed because like i still don't know like where i'm gonna go after after high school after high school, dog, I'm I'm only doing what I'm studying right now as a plan B. Plan A is whatever I want it to be. Plan A is I'm chasing every single dream until I cannot chase any other one. And if none yeah. of those work, then my plan B will always be there. I'll always have my degree in, 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 in occupational therapy. And I'll always have a job. And I know that for a fact. But plan A is just chasing any single dream and every single dream that I have. I and, think uh, that's the that's the smart move is to is to like that's where a lot of people go wrong is they focus on their dreams, but they never have a backup, so they end up like. And a lot of people say that that's a good way of doing it because you have no lineage. Yeah. You have to follow your dreams. Or you follow nothing, and it's 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 a risky game to play, but it does have high reward, you know. But it doesn't yeah. always work out. Like if you like if you tell like, like you can tell that you know uh, mo- most of the people like Post Malone that moved out to L.A. just because he was offered to, he had no other plan. He was never planning on moving to California. But when he did, he just hit a stroke of he had a like a stroke of luck, and you know he went into a studio and and he created White Iverson and there 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 that's where his career started. You know what I mean? Like it it just depends yeah. on your talents and it depends on what you want to do and depends on what you can bring to the table. But I think you know Plan B is is all right. You know, always it's not it's never too bad. It's, it's the 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 safer option. Yeah, it's a safer option. Like, the, there should be no shame in wanting to make sure that you have something to fall back on. Yeah. And plus, like, 
I want to learn this because I know that no matter what I do, like this is my mentality, I guess. I don't care what I'm doing. As long as I'm helping someone, then I'm happy. Like, obviously, yeah. if I'm getting paid nothing, like if I'm getting paid little to nothing, um, and I'm in like terrible working conditions, I'll strive to get a better job. But I'll appreciate that job because I was able to help someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I won't ever say that I hated that job because I know for a fact that I made a difference in somebody else's life. Yeah. That's all that matters to me. That's all that matters to me. But obviously I for my sake will strive for for a job that that, that pays me well. Like I don't I'm not one for luxurious stuff. So as long as I'm getting paid the the, the necessary amount to live and to, to take care of my family. Yeah. I'll take it dog. I no, will I take that. it. And you know, I that, that's just my mentality, dog. Doesn't care what I, I don't care what I'm doing as long as I'm helping someone. Yeah, no, I completely understand that that uh, logic. I'm I'm happy with it, and um, yeah, but I'm I'm excited now. Uh, I've been yeah. making I've been working on my music recently, and like the music I'm working on for the album has kind of gone into this like pop appeal kind of sound. Which um, which I honestly kind of kind of like. It's not gonna lie; like it's not bad, you know. Yeah. It's never bad to go pop. Like, it all just depends on on uh, the substance of the song, you know. I think that's a lot of what music is. is it's just experience, ex- experimenting. Excuse me, until you find out like what's like what's your your safe space or mm-hmm. your space to be in yeah like that that's like i mean when i started realizing that that i'm doing a lot more singing and a lot more pop kind of s- styles in in my music that i realized that i'm lucky because i didn't root myself as like a hardcore underground rapper that that you know that's all he wants to do and i'm not going to change it i'm going to stick to this you know what i mean yeah like I don't have pop appeal to my last four songs that I've released, but it's not the same. It's not the same song, you know. If that makes sense, like it's not the same song. I, I I've tried to make sure that I don't put myself in a box. Yeah. Cause okay, you, with, cause you know me. You saying that? Yeah. No, no. That's what I was gonna say. Is that like, like I'm not gonna. I know I won't sound like a yes man right here because I'm I'm like genuinely proud of of like your journey. Uh-huh. Because from where you where you first started off to what you've recently been showing me, like it's you've, your music has evolved in like a really nice way that that is just something that everyone who listens to it will will like get a joy out of. Man, I hope so because in every single one of my songs, there's a little bit of my life in there. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of my life in there, and then you know I I, I want to make each song have a certain connection to a part of my life. Yeah. And, um, but like, you know me, I, I, the only reason that I don't want to put myself in a box is because I love every single kind of, kind of music. Yeah. Like, you know, literally you can put me on everything, on anything and I would like it. I think that's one thing that we agree on is that 
with like at lunch we used to show each other music all the time mm-hmm. and despite the genre we'd be we'd both be banging to it yeah we both would we... be banging out to it dog we'd we both be just jamming out no matter like, what even it if is. it wasn't even if it wasn't like completely for us yeah like there was still some aspects that we yeah, literally that we would like. we went from rascal flats to kendrick lamar in the span of like 30 minutes like, I think yeah, those are the same day you showed me that that Denzel Curry rock song. That Denzel, yeah, exactly that Denzel Curry rock song. Then you showed me some, and then you started showing me like movie soundtracks. You showed me the Ratatouille soundtrack. Like yeah. we we literally like we have no like lane that we stay in because it's just it, it, there's a difference when you like music and you like an artist. Because when, when you like an artist, you're going to like other artists that sound similar. You know, you're going to you're going to yeah. li- like once like the, the people who, who came into rap because of uh, like, like, you know, like the basic uh, example is the people who came into rap because they heard the little pump music. They started listening to Smoke Perp. They started listening to to um, Migos, uh, you know, the the. The other rappers that sound just you know a little similar in that in that kind of regard, you know. And then if you like the singers, if you you're gonna like more of the 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 Justin Bieber's, the the Selena Gomez's, the 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 the, the yeah. Brendan Urie's, the you know those kinds of people. And yeah, they're like sorry to cut you off, good. but they're like either the people who who like a certain genre and certain artists and stick to their lane. And then there are people who won't hesitate to listen to different types of music. Yeah. And you know what? I like the the reason I have such a variety of, of music is because I didn't listen to music until I was 14. Freshman year, I started listening to music before that, prior to that, all I would listen to were 50s music, 60s, 70s. Anything before the 80s, that was my lane. And I was raised on that kind of music, which kind of resonates in my my music. Because, you know, my, everyone knows me as a lovey-dovey rapper or whatever. You know, I, I rap more about emotional, more problematic, I guess, topics. Like on Problems yeah. or on Heartless and... and uh, Heartbroken Boy. All of that's rooted because of where my music taste originated from. I had, like, when I was little, I, I questioned my dad. I was like, Dad, why is every single one of these songs about love? And he was telling me, because that's all that mattered back in the day. And that's what made music music back then. Because yeah. it was someone who had so much joy, so much love for someone or something that they couldn't explain it in words. So they had to put it in a rhythm to show it to other people and share those joys, you know? And that was the meaning of music back then. That's all that mattered. Now it's different. Now it's, 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 uh, it's, you know, gloating about money, uh, gloating about this, this and that, but there's this old, there's, you know, there's other rappers that, you know, talk about more serious topics too. You know that I think, like my favorite type of new music, 
is the ones that are able to like incorporate older genres of music into their songs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I love it when people interpolate uh interpolate some I don't know how do you say the word. Uh, no, it's it's just interpolate. I think that's how you, I think that's how you say it. But it's when they like a boogie with a hoodie on his one of his biggest yeah. tracks. I think it's look back at it. He uh he mm-hmm. kind of mixed in a, a a rhythm, a flow that Michael Jackson used on an older song and a song that he I don't remember the name of the song, but he used that rhythm and flow on that track and he interpolated it onto look back at it. And, and, you know, I love people who do that because they know where music originated from. They know the roots of it and they appreciate it and they want to pay homage. You know, that, that, I, I love music like that, that, that uh, knows the meaning of it, you know, not discrediting, yeah. you know, new rappers and the trap rappers, you know, not, I'm not trying to discredit them because I listen to them too. I appreciate, you know, I listen to Lil Pump's new tracks every every time one comes out. You know, I listen to I listen to Harvard Dropout. I listen to Smoke Perp's new album. Um, I listen to you know all of these new rappers. It's, it's it's no it's no difference, but it's just the way they make music that's different to the rest because of you know I'm guessing what they were exposed to. Many of these rappers. So yeah. many of these rappers started rapping or listening to music because of rappers like Chief Keef, um, you know, uh, well, mainly Chief Keef and Lil Wayne and all of them. Like, those were the main influences of these low rappers and stuff because they changed the game and the, the, the way beats were made and stuff. Like, after Love Sosa and, and, yeah. and all of his tracks, you know, after the release of Love Sosa, you know, it was it was completely different you know like and then yeah. and as well as uh speaker knockers he he brought the auto-tune into rap so did you know t-pain but t-pain used it more for singing speaker knockers made it into rap used auto-tune in rap yeah. and stuff which then inspired you know the the little skies the 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 travis scotts the migos the uh, well, some Migos tracks, um, but like the the who else uses auto tune in their in their music? Well, just people who rap with auto tune. They don't use it for singing, but yeah. they rap with it. You know that 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 those kind of rappers, you know, were inspired by speaker knockers and stuff. So the newer age were inspired more from their era because they listened to music at an early age, and and um, you know they they were exposed to different stuff. I, on the contrary, there's many people who listen to music later on, like like I did. And when you listen to when you when you're introduced to something later on, you have more of an open mind to it because you weren't rooted to one thing, you know. And that, that, yeah. I'm honestly really grateful for that because I'd be missing out on some hot country music right now, on some crazy rock music right now. I think, yeah, when you, like, finally stop letting yourself care so much about what others say and just start thinking about how, like, the type of music you want to listen to, it's just so much better. Because I think I only wanted to listen to what people were listening to, even when I didn't like it personally. Mm -hmm. 
because I was like, oh, they must like it for a reason. So let me listen to like what the what. Mm-hmm. Yo, Chico, you cut out. Don't know where you are, buddy. I don't know if you can hear me, but you've you've cut out. I can't hear you. Here you are. I can hear you. Yo, you can hear me now. Yeah, I can okay. Hear you. Sorry, it's sorry. Someone someone called me. Oh, it's all good though. It's all good. Um, but yeah, continue what you were saying. You stopped off at a. At what people were listening and you wanted okay, to, yeah. to see why they liked it. How? Yeah, I thought, you know, if so many people like this, then that ob- obviously it's pretty good music. And then eventually yeah. I started thinking, you know, maybe I should listen to what I personally like. Like experiment mm-hmm. on my own. And I think that's what I've been doing since, well, since high school started. I've still, like, I'm still kind of getting into music. So I'm still kind of experimenting to see what I like and what I what I don't like, you know, music wise. Yeah. No, yeah, like uh, I I will always forever be grateful for my buddy Renee. Yeah. He he introduced me into music. He he was listening to music. He was similar to me. He was more rooted in the rock, but he started earlier than me. In like eighth grade, he started listening to to Jason Derulo, listening to to more pop. And more main, uh, like now current artist right now. Freshman year, he started bringing it on to me, and you know, mm-hmm. I, freshman year, my first, I think my first mainstream rapper that I listened to, apart from Eminem, was Lil Pump. Lil Pump was one of the first people, one of the first rappers I ever listened to, and yeah. then after that, I I moved on to, move, I moved on really fast into the older genres, so uh, into the older styles. So after Lil Pump, I went into Diddy. And and uh, and Queen Pen, uh, and uh, Jay Z and and uh, Nate Dogg and stuff like that, you know, and people like that. Like, I I went into yeah. like the older stuff first, and then I moved on to to newer people. I moved on to Russ, um, Travis Scott. Uh, I didn't know why people were like in love with Travis Scott until I started listening to music, and I truly believe that Travis Scott is one of the best artists out right now, because he uses auto tune and his voice not just as like a as a voice, he uses it kind of like an instrument. Yeah, he uses his auto tune the auto tune that he has that specific set uh, that specific uh, preset that he has for his auto tune. He uses it to his advantage to make the beat and the instrument the instrumental just make more kind of like an impact. It, it's weird how he uses it, but it's so effective. Yeah. Speaking and, uh, of speaking of Travis Scott, have you? I don't know. Uh, if you've seen it, but there's this one video where it's it's a live performance of Astro World, and it just it goes so hard because he, like the way he hypes up the crowd, like during the like you know the build up before before it starts going hard again and and stargazing. Yeah. Oh, stargazing is one of my favorites. Yeah. So like it it builds up and then right before 
the right before it drops again in in the in the performance he just he yells loud he's like fuck that and then it goes like the beat drops and then as it's going he's just bounce 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 just fucking hyping up the crowd trying to, yeah it's, trying to inside so, a, a, a rave a, a, inside like a, a like just just like the just pure getting raw people emotion. to mosh yeah yeah pure raw emotion of, of, of a person's feel and need to just express themselves to a song yeah it, bro Travis Scott is just one of the best live performers out right now yeah. I think one of the one of the, like closest to him I think is YB and Corday. Because Corday has some crazy crowd control. It's insane. You should look up some of his earlier concerts to now, to his most recent ones, before the whole quarantine happened. Yeah. They are still so similar because he just started out as a prodigy. I honestly believe that Corday is a prodigy. Okay. Like, he, like he, does he huh? mosh to his new album? Or, like, does he perform to his newer album? Because that... Like, I'm not sure. The, the, I'm not too sure about the newer album. I don't know when he started. I don't know if if he fully finished touring for his newer album. I'm pretty yeah. sure he had concerts, but I don't know if he toured for the newer album for uh, Lost Boy. But uh, yeah, his because that album's more sentimental. That, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is Lost Boy has this vibe that does not seem like concert. But he does have material. Ray, he does have. Yeah, there is one song that's uh, rave material, which is. Um. Uh, shoot. Uh, what, what was RMP? No, not RMP. Uh. Ah, oh, shoot. What's it called? And it's on his new. His... Oh, broke broke AF. That one. Oh yeah, nah. That one has some straight, just raw energy vibes. Just straight from the chest, from the core. Just, bro. Yeah, that one. I think people could have uh, raged, uh, <laughs> uh, mosh pitted. I think yeah, that's. Either that one or RNP, those are the only two, but like all the other ones in the album, they just have this really calming vibe. Yeah. Like it's it's obvious that he was going for Santa. You know what I just realized? This is completely unrelated. But our brains are so fried we forgot to uh introduce the podcast. We just started talking. Yeah. What is seventh episode? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. Welcome to the seventh episode. <laughs> Welcome to the seventh episode. This one's um, all over the place because uh, I'm gonna speak uh, for myself. My brain is fried because I've been busy all day. I've been up since 10 a.m. doing stuff. Yeah, I've and, been up uh, since 12. Uh, I I got on my I got on to play some quick you know quick games with with the homies, and then after that I had a conversation with them like. You know, just just talking, but then after that, I I started you know, working on lyrics. Uh, I called my mom, you know, tell her happy birthday. It was her birthday today, and uh, I went happy over birthday, to her house. Julian's mom. Happy birthday, Julian. My mom. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm so happy that uh, everything seems to be working out yeah. for her so far. Um, you know but, what? Uh, for me, it's been a little tiring because I started driving school, and mm-hmm. I think it's it's really tiring to be in that class. Not because it's boring, 
but because I know a you, lot more. Are you, are you than taking it online? No, it's it's in a classroom. We we have to wear masks and and gloves. Damn. And we have I'm to keep separate. Mine online. Yeah. No. I have. I'm taking mine online. Um. You know what's funny? What? Uh, you know what's funny? I if there's an adult listening to our podcast, I think they'd appreciate our our podcast yeah. because it it's kind of juvenile. And we're experiencing stuff that they've already experienced, you know. But then we bring, you know, some some, some uh, prominent conversations that could also benefit them. So I think, I think, I, I think yeah, that, I think that's really cool that it's like I don't know, maybe our podcast makes them nostalgic for their like high school years, but at the same time, it's giving them a perspective on how the youth act today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, bro. And I think we, I think further on, every, the podcast fully set up, I think we're going to yeah. indulge in like, indulge into more music related topics, I feel like, because you and I, that's literally all we talk about. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is we've mentioned music once in every episode. Yeah, I think further down the line, I don't know how long this, this podcast is going to go, but I know yeah. for a fact that further down the line, it's going to involve a lot of music it's gonna eventually uh, become a a music central episode there's gonna be one episode that's just full-on just like, what we believe music. yeah yeah that the music is you know <sighs> going back to the to the thought of someone like an adult listening to our podcast mm-hmm. like the best episode for them to get nostalgia while seeing how the youth act now is last episode. Yeah, Star Failures, I think that one... Because I think we perfectly talk about... I think that one perfectly like, embodies... The, yeah, the what we did... What we did through middle school and high school, while also bringing up a bunch of new stuff that only our generation would get. Yeah. Like, remember the times we had? Most adults would not... Like, they won't get that. Yeah, yeah, that that's but, that's one of the best things to have come out of twenty twenty. Yeah, like they'll they'll hear it, and they'll associate it with, oh, that's what the teenagers are, are joke making jokes about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I think I believe that this podcast has a little bit for everyone. Yeah, has a little bit for everyone. But uh, I was also I was thinking about my music the other day. And uh, yeah. the I feel like the reason that I don't want to be in a box, not only because of my wide variety of music, but it also comes from the fact that I, of, of how much I kind of idolize and 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 uh, and enjoy the story of Mac Miller, because he made music that was ever evolving. Yeah. Like you can categorize his albums, his music into three parts. You can categorize it into three parts. Not that's also like you know the the mixtapes and all that. like the Larry Fisherman mixtapes, the Faces mixtape, the Macadelic mixtape. You know, you know all of those. Yeah. It's excluding those because those are more of like a for him to just mess around and have fun. You know. And most of them were just to mm-hmm. talk about other topics he wouldn't usually talk about on a studio album. 
but like the you can categorize studio albums into three parts. First part is the reckless frat clubhouse music, which is you know kids, BDE best day ever, and uh, a little bit of Blue Slide Park. And because uh, in this music, he's more carefree. He's more speaking to the youth. You know, he he he. It, when he released Kids, he was around like nineteen. He had just graduated high school, like. He he he's been in the music for he was in the music for so long and um, you know his first categorization would be club frat house kind of music uh, carefree more of that easygoing lifestyle you know um, yeah. then the second version would be you know more gritty the I know I made some clubhouse bangers but don't forget that I can rap like like you know rap rap. Like I, I I can yeah. I can have some like Clubhouse the the first part the first uh, part of his his career he had witty punchlines you know he had uh, trying to find a trying to find a big butt girl somewhere get my nuts kissed you know it was more carefree more more witty more more uh, juvenile the second part was more bars more more serious but yet still kind of like that wittiness to him right like uh one of the big transitions would be the star room star room is a big transition from his previous work watching movies without the sound on i think that's i'm pretty sure that's what it's called that's what it's called um that one is a big transition from his first uh, from, from his first sound then the third sound was the more introspective uh self-aware sadder music which involves um a little bit of the divine feminine uh swimming and circles uh swimming obviously being being the album that came after the breakup with him and ariana which you know he was forever grateful for that relationship Uh, i can't speak for him but from what I've seen from interviews and stuff, he was forever grateful for that relationship and doesn't wish, didn't wish anything bad for Ariana. You know, he was always grateful for her. Yeah. And, you know, in that third one, he's more self-aware of his mistakes and the effects he's had on people and the effects that people have had on him. He's, he's reminiscing on his earlier days of not caring, which is 2009. On 2009, it's more of a softer sound but yeah, it has such a strong meaning behind it because it talks about his youth and it talks about how he used to, you know, he used to lie and he used to not care. He used to go to parties and whatever, but it's no longer 2009. Yeah. He's older. He's more mature. He, he, has, he has bigger responsibilities now. He has responsibilities that are bigger than him because he's now more than just a person. He's a brand. You know, he, he's, he's a brand that many people look up to, including me. And then Circles came around, which was his final endeavor into singing, into into full-on real music, per se. Because yeah. previous to that, it was all electronic. Even Swimming and even The Divine Feminine. Most of the, the Divine Feminine. But in The Divine Feminine, he kind of dabbled into l- like uh, live instruments. Mm-hmm. So did Swimming with 2009. 
it was a it was a chorus it was a, a orchestra behind him i think i think it was it was just violins it was strings and everything and in, in circles it was more of acoustic drums guitar it was everything you know it was full-on just beatles vibes you know mm-hmm. just full-on just what he needed to get out and i think that's kind of what i've followed so far because i think like, i don't it's... want to stay in that rap area i love rap and i'll forever do it but that's not what i want to do for the rest of my career or whatever yeah. i make out of it you know no, i get i get that yeah it's like no it's really cool seeing artists evolve like as you follow them like mm-hmm. a, a good, another good example is tyler the creative Oh, he had one of the craziest evolutions. Like where he started, he just uh, wanted to offend people. Like going all the way to to ending up where he is right now at Ebor. And yeah, I think he, he went even... from Odd Future to those over the top yeah. raps of of being homophobic, of being you know uh, screw white people and stuff, you know, to yeah. Earthquake. To, to Igor, to, to, to all of that music that he's making now, the, the uh, Flower Boy, you know, it, it, it's so completely different. It's literally, he went from one end to the other end of the spectrum. He even tweeted about it once where he, he told them, like his fans basically, to stop complaining about how they want old Tyler back because, like, obviously their, their artists are going to evolve eventually. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the goal as an artist. You you want to start somewhere and maybe still have some aspects as you go along, but for the most part, you've changed as an artist. You've grown. You like you your sound has has changed a lot. Yeah, because if you're trying to make the same sound over and over again, if you're trying to chase that one song that blew you up. No one's going to take you seriously because no one's going to believe that you're better than you were before. That, that's also exactly how a lot of, a lot of artists fall off. They try mm-hmm. too hard to recreate what people like got, like what people fell in love with. Yeah. There's this one f- perfect quote from one of J. Cole's songs, yeah. which is, um, it was a diss against uh, the New Age rappers who've been hating on him and stuff because, you know, it was mainly uh, addressed to Lil Pump because he made a bunch of uh, sayings that, oh, he, he's, he was tweeting out that he's better than J. Cole. And he started the movement of, of uh, people hating J. Cole. Yeah. And um, he, he made that song to prove that, uh, you know, he doesn't hate them, but they need to get their, their life together, you know? Yeah. Um one of the verses one of the one of the lines where um uh he was talking about how, you know, they're making the same sound over and over again. They're making the same song over and over again. One of his lines was Because uh, eventually the kids that made you blow up are gonna grow up. Oh. And the sound that you were making isn't gonna last. And then one of the other lines was um, you forgot you were only popping because you were writing trends. And that's kind of the worrisome part of being a rapper who blew off of a trend. Yeah. Because then you're just known as a guy who 
made this kind of sound because it was popular at the time. Exactly. Just like the, the all the people who have popped off because of TikTok. That's why it's TikTok's a dangerous and risky place. Yeah. Like, I think one of the people who's kind of getting out of that bubble is Baby No Money. Mm-hmm. I think Baby No Money is kind of going back into mainstream. Because... He, he, I mean, he started out with Young Gravy back before even TikTok, back before when TikTok was musically, you know, Young Gravy was still like starting out. They, both of them yeah. were friends before that. They were making, you know, mixtapes and stuff. Um, uh, and Young Gravy blew up and Baby No Money was still, you know, trying to blow up. Um, and then he made the, the song with Y2K and he blew up on TikTok. But yeah. now he's kind of, he's he's con- he's gone back to making music with Young Gravy, and now they're both going back to that roots that they came from from the mixtapes and stuff. Now Baby No Money is being dragged into that Young Gravy scene where it's more like comedy, more more laid back rap that yeah. it's just to mess around with, and it's no longer the TikTok rap, you know. And think, so did yeah. Lil Nas. And so did Lil Nas. No, he... I was about to bring that up. Yeah. Is that I was watching a, a video review on Nas, Nas X's album. Mm-hmm. And they were, he was talking about how, because Old Town Road was on the album again. So he said, like, Old Town Road got people's attentions, attention, but they need to, like, he needs to make something new or else people are going to get uninterested. Yeah. Really fast. And, and he did it. The, the 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 album really showcased what he could bring to the table. He yeah. made some he made rock music, he made country, he made rap, he made you know normal you know normal music. Like he he made yeah. everything on that on that on that EP. It wasn't even an album, huh? It was like seven think, songs. No, yeah, that's right. It wasn't and I do have to have to compliment him on that is that each song had like a, a semi-different vibe. Mm-hmm. The only two I think that truly had the same vibe was Rodeo and Old Town Road. Yeah. But Rodeo still went off, you know? Like, even the allegations that he's ripped off some dude, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, unless there's... Unless, you know, more evidence is found that, that he did, you know, that song goes on. What? Have you heard the version with uh with Nas? That like one where it's bang. Lil, where it's Lil, Lil Nas X and and Nas, and Nas yeah. I was like, that damn, this is bro. really cool. And then he just like because the original is is pretty cool, but Cardi's part is like it's it kind of it's throws all it off. Right? Yeah, it's all right. No, like the verse itself is all right, but it doesn't fit. Right, it doesn't sit right with the with the song for some reason. It's I don't know why. Cardi, Cardi B's part is literally just a like it's a bunch of bad puns. It is, yeah. Like it's bad. Like uh, I'm hard like armadillo. Uh, he did me dirty like like a truck stop bathroom or something like that. Like those were two of the lines she said, <laughs> and and those oh, parts just makes me dislike like her part of the song. Yeah. 
but actually, I okay, don't rem- I do not remember those lines. Oh God! Yeah, no. One line that she does say is, "Uh, I think she'd rather see him in a hearse than than with another bitch." And I don't like. I know I'm messing it up, but the, no, no. The way she said it was was cold as fuck, and I think that was the only good part. About that was the only good part. The part where she talks about you know. Rather be dead than see. She's like, I'd, yeah, I'd rather see you dead than with someone else. <laughs> part where she like, talks about murder. That she, part. No, bangs. no. <laughs> oh my! It really sounds like I'm saying it like that, but. <laughs> but I get you. Yeah, that the part. That part was. It's because it's something that she wouldn't usually. It's something that she would like. Uh, that's something Lil Nas wouldn't usually say. So with her saying yeah. it on one of his tracks, it's it it, it kind of it like it's out of the box. So it's kind of like it hits differently. Yeah, I get you. I think no, yeah. When like when you see an artist that's usually really bad throw something good out there, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's like so cool to see. Like it gives you chills. Yeah, yeah. When it's because that's 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 most likely like them trying to tell you that yo i can rap but i just want to stick to this part which is what made me real sad about juice world's death that he he came on the scene as a singer you know people knew him as a singer but if you followed him his personal life and you followed his interviews and, and everything you would see that he loved rap music he loved it to death and he could rap himself better than most people that are out right now. And he freestyled for hours on end and, and didn't stop at all. You know, like he had such a talent that doesn't come around so often nowadays. Yeah. But then, yeah, lucid, lucid dreams came out and then he saw the vibe that worked for people. Yeah, he saw the the emo rap singing little peep kind of vibe. That that like I was everyone at the time I was watching was an, into it. Yeah, I was watching an interview with uh Juice and he was talking about how he he liked making lucid dreams, but he doesn't like it because of the example that it set for him. Mm-hmm. Or like what it led to. Yeah. Like he 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 was talking about how he wanted to make other things, and then lucid dreams popped off and got in the way of that. Which I which I may add, bro, I will forever hate Sting. And I will forever appreciate Sting for dropping the charges mm-hmm. of 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 uh, of copyright after his death. But this band, I forget the name of them. It was like Yellow Something. They continued fighting for the the the, the rights. Even after his death. Yeah. Like, there's one thing when you're trying to battle for something, when someone's there to, to like, deny it or whatever. But when you're trying to... It's, like, the same thing with Goldlink, you know? That, yeah, that's... Like, it, it's that's just... Exactly what it, is. it just feels wrong, you know? Taking money from a dead man. From a man who isn't even using the money anymore. It's, it's, just, it's just weird, you know? And I don't know why they kept mm-hmm. pushing for it. It's just... You know, it, it was just. I I believe that they should have just let it go after that. I think anyone who uses like someone who who's gone, like who uses their legacy to make money, 
is is a horrible person. Like the perfect example is uh, is X. Like his oh, his mother, what she's, what she's doing to him, and his his legacy. Like I'm not his biggest fan, but even I know that that it's wrong. What but... she's doing is wrong. Like it's disgusting what she's doing. The way she milked X's legacy, it's tainted now. Like, like didn't many people? She have the the car that she that he died in on display. Yeah, he has. She has that. She has like some clothing that he used. Some boxing gloves, some anything, literally anything that she could take out of his closet was on display. And then she's just chopping up old music too and releasing it mm-hmm. like half-assed, just because she she wants the money. Yeah. See, like this is why I hate. I I, I feel bad for the for the artists that pass in this day and yeah. age because they they. They're getting used, whether it be for the company, for the label, mm-hmm. or for the family. I, 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 I just love how, how they've taken the legacy of, of Juice World and, and, and Mac Miller now. Like, right now. That's, like, those that's two artists right now have been treated with so much respect. Exactly. What they did before releasing... It is Circles, right? I don't know why I'm blanking on the album. Yeah, Circles. It is Circles. Okay. That before they dropped it, how his family released a statement saying, we're not releasing this for the money. We're, we're releasing, releasing it because... because it's, it's a beautiful project, and we believe that Mac would have wanted you to hear this. Yeah, Mac would have wanted you to hear this. I mean, the album was 95% done by the time Mac passed. Yeah. The album was near to completion and ready to, to be, you know shipped out to stores and and you know promoted and stuff there wasn't even any promotion for the album they literally just put out the statement and said that in a week it was going to release yeah i yeah i think i didn't hear about it until till the, the statement day before it dropped i heard i no, heard it until the even. statement because uh, um uh, i've i follow very because uh, like i said i'm very uh involved into his story and everything and i um, yeah involved into like uh pages that that talk about him interviews and stuff i, I i'm very involved in that and um when the when the a statement came out it had only come out on his page like an hour when i saw it and and i was just ever since then well, i was just ready for that week for that week to be over was it was it announced before that statement like had it had it leaked or had anybody nope. secretly said anything no, so because so Mac the first... didn't let anyone work on the album except for yeah. him and John Bryan. And that one feature that I don't know yet who it is. I haven't looked them up on uh, Hand Me Downs. There's this one singer in the chorus that I don't know who it is. But, you know, um, it, the only people that worked on this album were him and John Bryan. And the mm-hmm. only people who were there for that in the studio were his document, like the people recording him. Just making yeah. videos that could like possibly go into music videos or into a documentary or anything, you know. Those are the only people that were in the studios that he worked with, you know. And no one, you know, it was nearly impossible for this to leak because no one knew about this album. Only his family and and John Bryan and the recorders knew yeah. about it. it. It was and man, I just really wish he saw to fruition his vision 
which apparently many people said that and 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 uh, you know John John Bryan I think I, uh, if I remember correctly on one of the interviews he said that you know Mac wanted a a, tr- uh, a trio an album uh, three albums that connected together which was supposed mm-hmm. to be swimming uh the first two albums are uh, swimming and circles are connected, you know, swimming and circles. And yeah. apparently there was supposed to be a third album that was supposed to go into straight, just rap, you know, the swimming was supposed to be introspective, uh, like, like a, a healing kind of album circles was to, supposed to be the, the, the him, you know, admitting his mistakes, admitting his wrongs and trying to, you know, become a better man. And the third one was supposed to be him showing his fans that he's no different from when he was, when he released Kids or Best Day Ever. He's just venturing into different lanes. And it was going to be just straight up boom bap. Well, not boom bap, but it was going to be straight up rap, uh, hip hop, full on, just, you know, like rap Diablo and and songs Mm -hmm. like that. You know, it was going to be like that, but he never saw that to, to any songs. To, to make I, I don't know if he ever, if he ever recorded any songs for it but you know and then the, the 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 trio was supposed to be swimming in circles till oblivion the third album was going to be called oblivion or something like that uh something along those lines but uh yeah i mean man had a vision so did juice world so did x he wanted to venture into i mean x could have been one of the greatest artists you know, he was venturing into completely different lanes from when he started. He went from Look At Me to songs like Limbo and and uh, that one song um, uh, with Kanye West and then Schizophrenia. Yeah. You know, all of these different rock-inspired, indie-inspired songs that, you know, could have made him such a great contemporary in, in, in the rap I think and, uh, and the music why- world. That's why it hurts seeing what was done to his legacy, is because he was he was continuing to evolve. Yeah, and then, and then after he he passed away, it was just just shitting out music that wasn't completed like, at all. What he wanted, yeah, that's not and his it, vision. And, that's his mom's vision. That that song, I think, the way the songs go. One review I saw <clears> of it in and it hurt me to see it was that someone called it like his new music ringtone music. And I like yeah. to see someone's, it is, someone's, like, it's just, like, it's like disrespected like that. Yeah. It's like his music was just memos that were remixed. Yeah. It's like, it, it sounds like he just went into the studio, you know, he had, he was in the car. He just pulled out the voice memos and sung it into his, into his phone. And, you know, they found it in his voice memos and decided to make music out of it. They tried, they, they tried to finish a dream, a vision that they don't know the full of it. They don't know what that yeah. vision was, but they made it into what they believe it was. And is that no, I don't even think they did that. They didn't think because like the way Max family did it was so graceful was they they thought. How would how would Mac Miller make it? How would he, like, what would his process be? Mm-hmm. But X's mom, she only cared about what do you think the fans would like? How how do you think we should make this? What 
what would get more more plays. Yeah. It's it's just it's just sad seeing a legacy being tainted like that. I mean, man's if I, I truly believe that if if the guy lived to this day, more people would have flipped over a new leaf on what they believed he stood for. He died at a point where he still had the world against him when he was trying to push yeah. it the other way. And it's just sad seeing, you know, no progress has made after That's, his death because yeah, of it is, it is sad. his label and his, his mom. I mean, I, I can't even, I, like, like, okay, the mom could do whatever she wants, but I can't believe the label went through with it. You know? Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, like, it really hurts seeing him slow, like, just when he was at the start of his evolution, for that to happen, and then his mom to decide to undo all that. Undo his, like, his hard and work. And to, like... Just put refresh on the page and start over. It's, it's like seeing, like, if an artist were to to start changing and then suddenly decide, wait, never mind. Let me, let me backtrack. Let me just go back to what like I was no doing. No artist. Yeah. No artist would ever do that. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially one who was trying his hardest to escape his past. Yeah. Like there were, yeah. Like there would be artists that, that maybe stay in their safe space, but they would never like start, start evolving and then backtrack. Then what's the point of trying to evolve? Yeah, exactly. That's just that that story is just one that it's just an example of money hungry people who will take advantage of any opportunity they get. That's why I'm gonna say it. Uh fuck capitalism. I hate capitalism. All my homies hate capitalism. Yeah, no, like, yeah, like, all my homies hate capitalism. Like, I know I say, I say it a lot, and I say it casually, but capitalism is genuinely, like, infuriating. And I, I don't want to get into it, because, I don't know, I feel like it'll, it'll get a little political. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know, I just don't like capitalism. I get you. I get you. It's just a lot of things that, I mean... There's just a lot of things that could be different in the world. Yeah. Without getting too specific, you know? Yeah. Um, but. You know what I What? Is it, we're, like, once again, we're filming late at night. Mm-hmm. But we didn't film it. Like, we didn't start recording as late as we did the last time. So we're in the stage right before we were last time because last time we were so loopy like we were just dying laughing Mm -hmm. but we're like we're in the stage of sleepiness right before that where you just you're just drained completely and i think that's why we like we really haven't made any jokes like i'm i'm not saying that's a bad thing but we've we've barely made a joke this episode like we're we're i don't know why we're so tired we're just dead serious right now (laughs) yeah yeah, I don't know, dog. Just I've just been seeing a lot of it recently, and 
thought I needed to talk about it. Um, yeah. Thought I needed to, to you know, bring up you know certain topics, and uh, yeah, you know then like without getting too political, dog. I don't. I don't want to start a, divi- a, a division, which is already going on, you know. But um, I still just cannot believe the the whole situation that's going on right now. Yeah. The whole the whole uh, uh, George Floyd event that occurred. Um, maybe we should have started off the podcast with this and then continued, but. I, you know, I don't want to go, I don't want to end this episode without speaking about it because then that's just, yeah. you know, but, uh, like many people who know me will know that, yeah, I'm not the manliest guy. I, you know, I have my, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I can be a man whenever I want to, but, you know, um, I was with my with my mom the other day, and uh, I was seeing she was live, she was watching live streams of the protests and stuff, and I I could not watch it. I myself just could not watch those videos. It genuinely breaks my heart. Yeah. I mean, I'm so think- happy that the world is finally coming together to 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 to, to combat uh, uh, an issue. That's been going on for way too long. I remember I seen a post, a, a, a picture. I'm pretty sure Maddie put it up. That was like, I'm a 66 year old woman, and I still can't believe that I've been fighting for this my whole yeah, life. I saw, I saw that, and it. I think it it hurt me on a different, for a different reason because, like I I was thinking about that there's all these people coming together protesting it. And it's like, it's it's infuriating because, like the the people we're trying to address about this, is they they hear us yelling, but they don't hear what we're yelling about. They, they like all they hear is the screaming, so they scream they, back instead of listening to what we're screaming about. They hear us, but they're not listening. Exactly. They hear our voices. They hear everything, but they're not listening to what we're trying to tell them. Um, and then, you know, props to Anonymous, who's come out to help the cause, help bring down this corrupted society uh, that's being run by people who don't actually know what they're doing. I mean, many people believe that yeah. Trump has done so many good things, but at what cost? At what cost? He, Yes, he's helped the economy. Yes, he's he's done many things to bring more jobs and stuff. Or, or so I've heard, but at what cost? You know, I think at yeah. one point, as a as a public person, as a person who represents so many people, represents fifty states, fifty one states, um, yeah, fifty yeah. states represents fifty states. Each person there has to has to has to look up to the dude because he is the person who who represents this whole country. At what point, yourself and say, 
what have I actually done? Not for the country, but for the people who live in it. Because this man, yes, he's helped so many of his 1%. He's, like I said, he's helped the economy. But he hasn't helped the people themselves. He, what, see, what he does is he picks and chooses who he wants. He's to helped help. corporates, big companies, he, but he hasn't he, helped us. He knows how, to, I don't know if he knows how, but he knows that he, he has people that can help him solve these mm-hmm. issues, that can do these things. He just doesn't want to help with certain issues. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, I don't know, it's just really upsetting because, like, the the difference in response time to the virus arriving mm-hmm. in the U.S. and quarantine starting mm-hmm. all that versus the the protest happening and the response time of that when instantly you see all these all these cops on the streets uh, trying to arrest mm-hmm. protesters. Man, I've seen so many heartbreaking videos of black men and women being arrested for no reason. Legitimately. I, I remember there was just even this white guy who got arrested for walking. They were picking this black man up, I, 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 I believe, and, and they were taking him. And this guy was walking behind him. He was walking behind those police officers. And one of them decides to push the guy. He's, he looks at him and says, what's, what, what's the problem? And puts the guy in, in handcuffs. And he takes him away. He was literally doing nothing. The, the police right now, I'm not saying all police officers are bad. But then again, there is the debate saying that, you know, these police do represent the, 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 the police, like just the police. Like what I, what I like to believe is that they represent the system, but they don't represent the police, the people who work for that police. I will, I will admit that not all cops are bad. But it reminds me of, I don't know if you've seen it, this one Chris Rock quote that's going around where you can't, like, they're, like, uh, I can't even remember it. But if there's one, like, bad apple, you're going to believe the rest. Yeah. Then there's an issue. Yeah. There's still an issue. That's what I'm saying. Like, like we should the bad police officers don't represent the rest of the police the police officers, but they do represent the system they work for. Is that we we should be putting our trust in them. However, we can't put our trust in a broken mm-hmm. system. So so that's why people are saying that all cops are bad because the system has, as a whole Yes, because is the broken. system has made them believe that they have all this power when they don't they're here to protect and serve but they don't protect and serve us they protect and serve themselves and yeah. the system they work for i mean obviously we're jacob and i are speaking upon our own opinions and what we believe and we're not saying this is facts we're not saying that this is what is genuinely going on this is what we believe is happening and this is what we believe this is just what what we've collected from, yes. from seeing what's happening. You can believe whatever you want to believe. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to quote logic. You can believe whatever you want to believe as long as you're not hurting anyone. As long as you're not enforcing it on people. You can believe whatever you want to be. Okay? Everyone has their own opinions. Many will share your opinions and many will oppose them. That doesn't make them bad people. Okay? And, you know, just I hope everything fixes itself. Um, I hope the world comes to an agreement. I hope um, the president, you know, finally looks at himself in the mirror and realizes that he has to do something. Instead of, instead of pushing away the problem, he needs to face it head on. I mean, he's classifying protesters as terrorists, or so I've read that he's, pro- he's, he's considering them like that. And that's the complete opposite of what you're supposed to do. I mean, he was also saying that one of the, one of the laws, he was telling to, to stop this law, right? I forget the, the, the number or the name of the law, but this law allows people to speak their opinions online. And he was saying, he was posting online, like openly, publicly, that he wanted that law to not exist anymore. He was, he was, telling, the, the, he was telling people that he wants to stop. But it's the law that allows us to speak about the president, to speak about what's yeah. going on freely without persecution, without, without uh, you know, law battling against us. And, and it's the same as our amendment. I forget what number it is. I'm, I'm terrible at that, but... Um, I think it's the first. Of freedom of speech. It, it just... Yeah. It's going against what this country was built on it's just you know it's just a weird time that we're living on and if people make it to this point of the episode you know you could come to me or jacob in in dms and messages or whatever tell us don't argue with us have a constructive conversation about what you believe in or what we believe in we can come to an agreement or we can come to a disagreement but just know that none of this is in bad blood None of this is us telling you what to believe in. Nothing. None of this is to tell you that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if you if you want to DM us, go ahead because I I would really like to educate myself. Like, yeah, I want to continue sounds, learning. Sounded sarcastic, but like I genuinely, I genuinely. Yeah, I want to continue learning about this. Like problem. whenever they're when whenever someone posts about something, I I always it. yeah. Every time I and like every wh- time I see a petition, I sign it. Every time I see more information about this, I look at it and I do more research on it. Every time I always try to educate myself more, so I don't look stupid. So I always believe in what's right or what I believe is right. I don't ever try and make assumptions or make uh, uh, statements on loose information that I have. I always try to make sure that what information I have is thoroughly researched. I think uh, before we change the subject, I want to, I want to say real quick that like, this is, this is a long road, what people are fighting for. And I just want to bring up this quote. I don't remember where it's from, but two steps forward and one step back is, is still one step forward, which, like, I know that sounds really cheesy, but, like, people doing what they're doing is just, it's, it seems small right now, but it's, like, it's gonna be, 
important, like in the long run. Progress is progress, dog. Yeah. No matter how small or how big, progress is progress and will eventually lead to a better outcome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, changing the subject to something more lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, how did you enjoy the, the cheese platter? It was delicious. Dog. I bought Ritz for it. And I made Ritz sandwiches with the sa- with the with the cheese. It was just perfect. Um, I, I honestly have it as a snack every now and then. I just like at three in the morning or or throughout the day. I'm hungry, but you know I'm trying to cut down on you know buying junk food or whatever. So I'll, that cheese platter has helped a lot. Just just trying to make that transition back into healthy food because before quarantine I was a pretty healthy guy. I was you know drinking lots of water, drinking lots of of, of milk because I'm a milk kind of guy you know <laughs> um, I grew up drinking a lot of milk uh, uh, you know why I'm kind of tall but <laughs> like uh, I've just been drinking milk all my life I've just been you know recently like before quarantine I was a pretty healthy guy I was getting back into being healthy uh, um, eating a lot healthier yeah less portions, more of the right portions, um, you know, keeping active and stuff. But after quarantine started, um, it kind of lost all of that progress. And that really did help put me back on track. Um, I'm drinking a lot more water. I'm I'm using water as a substitute for food that I would usually eat as like a snack. You know, I would get, I'll get full on water and that'll be my snack. Like, that's how I make the transition usually, but that cheese platter made it a lot easier, honestly. Like, I, that cheese platter made a lot more of a difference than you probably think it, it would have done. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to hear about that. Okay, so, like, real quick, for, for those who maybe didn't hear our last episode, the cheese platter I'm talking about is we... I don't know, we were making jokes, and... I I told uh, Tanya and Julian that I was going to give them a cheese platter. And I actually did, I don't know, get just as an, uh, an excuse to see them. But I don't know, it was really cool giving them a cheese platter. <laughs> it's good, Doug. Even my dad had some. Yeah. Oh, Tanya gave me some of, some of the cheese. I don't remember which one it was, but it was, I won't even lie, it was some nasty cheese. <laughs> I don't was remember it the... which one it was. <laughs> Go white with yellow? Is it Pepper Jack? I think that's what it's called. No, 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 no. I think it was... Was it Gouda? I don't remember I just really like the, one the yellow. The, the original one and the, and the oh, white she, with yellow. I honestly need to learn the she, cheese names. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She gave me a, a nasty slice. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. That, that one's nasty. So... <laughs> She gave me like like a different cheese. I think I think the other one was pepper jack. That one goes pepper so jack hard. It's incredible, man. I remember when I used to like cheese so much. I used to get the, we my mom used to buy the ones that you get on for sandwiches, like the one where it's like wrapped in like plastic. And you have to like take it out, and it's just a slice of yellow cheese. I used to yeah. eat that. Just just I the think cheese. That cheese, that cheese has always like it's nasty. That cheese has always been so good to me. I used to eat it just the cheese, like just without a sandwich. It's just the cheese. I used to like. Like, cause I'm like somehow allergic to a lot of like really good fruits, more more like vegetables, but um, 
recent, like back when I was younger, I used to be like very to them. Not because I didn't want to eat them, but just because my mm-hmm. I didn't like the taste or my body just didn't like them for some reason. I've learned like my body's like uh, learned, you know, to 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 be able to eat them properly. I don't know why my body was being such a bum back then, but now I, you know, I can eat most of them now. But yeah. but then my body, you know, created some allergies for for uh, watermelon, avocados. One of my favorite, uh, you know, vegetables. Are they fresh fruits? I don't. Know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't been in, in a school environment so long that I didn't. Even, I don't even remember my vegetables. Dog. I don't even know what what's a fruit or a veg. Okay, speaking. Speaking of school, I drove past, uh, like we were driving past Americas. I was so ready to break into that school and take a nap on a desk. I miss, I miss taking a nap, I miss yeah, taking I miss a nap taking at school. Nap at, at school, dog. It's just something about those hard ass desks that just. Oh, me, me, and my brother were talking about this. Taking naps after stars or benchmarks, like those those hit different because those like you can actually I've fall never asleep. taken a sleep I've never gone to sleep after a star or anything. After a like no I've never fully fully gone to sleep but like you you know how how sometimes you'll nap and you're at that stage where like your your brain's not active at all but you're still yeah. you're still awake. Like that's that's how I was after benchmarks and stars. And those are the perfect way to nap. On, no, I can never bed. take naps or fall asleep or anything after star test. Dog. What I would do, what I did do, I would fall asleep during my first period, was, which was pre-calculus. I, I would fall asleep during that class. And, you know, because uh, I'd be working on music. Uh, and I'd be going to sleep like at one or two, which isn't that late compared to what yeah. I sleep now. But I would have to wake up at seven which would leave me with like five hours of sleep. If like mostly uh, on average, I'd be going to, to school with like five hours of sleep, which wasn't good. Mainly because you know I'm not a normal kid. I'm sixteen and I have and I'm about to be six three, so my body needs a lot more like sleep <laughs> than a normal person, um, than the yeah. average person, and I'm not, you know, respecting that. So my body and my my head like would always hurt during school and stuff. But I'd get home, take a nap, do my homework, and work on music. Like that was just my routine. So I just fall asleep during my first period. Okay, out of out of curiosity, would you like drift off, or would you completely nah, I'd, fall asleep? I'd snore. I'd completely fall asleep. Dog. Dang, because no. I don't. Yeah, I've never gotten to that stage where I've completely like fallen asleep. But that would only happen in first period. That only happened in my first period. I could never do that in the rest of this. I, I'd nap. You know, I, I'd go into that sleep awake stage, but I could never fall asleep in any other place apart from my first period. You know what? This week, I've been the most like, I know I'm tired right now, but it's only because this week I've been like, it's the closest I've been to a normal sleep schedule in me too I've been falling asleep at like two instead of five (laughs) exactly yeah I've been going to sleep at two I've been waking up at ten I've been waking up earlier I used to wake up at three now I'm waking up at twelve twelve or one 
I tried on Mon- on Monday. I tried waking up at eight, eight, and I was like, "No, nah, this this isn't it. We'll try it again. We'll try it again next, next week. Time. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be difficult for me to go back to a normal sleep schedule, dog. That's gonna take a while for me. Like that transition back I think into the that. Child- the challenge of switching back from, uh, like, I call this a summer sleep schedule because this is always how I get during, like, summertime. Because of no school. Like, it's so fun. Not fun. I mean, challenging transitioning from that sleep schedule back to a school sleep schedule. Because, like, for the first, like, the last week of summer and the first few weeks of school, you're just trying to trying to fix your. Yes, yeah, so everyone's just schedule. tired at the beginning. But it's never it's never like a hundred percent up until like a month in school. No, oh, yeah. After I mean, yeah, uh, I'll talk about more about that like later in another episode. But you know, I don't think I've ever gotten a full like night sleep. Like, um, mainly. I'll talk. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about more of this in like in the next episode or something. But honestly, dog, I'll just leave a cliff, like a little teaser here. I shouldn't be alive right now. Like that's all I'm gonna say. Like I should really my I it's it's a miracle that I made it this far in life. That I was born. It's a miracle, you know. And 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 like I don't even know if you know this story. I like, but um, I'll save this for the next episode because. Uh, I don't want to take away from you know what, what? We've talked I, about, what we've talked about with this. I I relate to that for different reasons. It's probably not as as high up on a scale as as yours, mm-hmm. like your reasonings. But I think we should we should start next episode next episode out like that, bro. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's been great. Oh yeah, next episode we'll. Well, I think these these next this one and then the next episode are going to be the most serious ones for for a little while, and then we'll we'll go back to to uh... we'll 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 try and keep it like a perfect balance of, of lighthearted with our our usual yeah, lightheartedness. Uh... Wait, is next one our mm-hmm. our eighth episode? That's two That's months. Two months since we started this podcast. Wow. That's that's dope. So so next episode we're gonna try and do something special then. Yeah, next episode we'll maybe you know we, you know, we'll we'll, we'll just you know just do some something fun something uh, maybe maybe live maybe I don't know it all depends. Yeah, it all depends. Maybe. On uh, we'll, okay, see. we'll see we'll see we'll we'll see later. We but, yeah. yeah, but uh. So if you made it this far, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please share it. Uh, yeah, that it? I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you you know if you follow well, if you follow yeah, us on Instagram or, and uh, and so uh, I'll leave a link in my bio for uh, for new information I find on uh, on the cases that we talked about. Uh, I'll leave. To, uh, as well in the bio, I'll leave a link to, to sign a petition. Uh, oh, that's yeah, that's what I wanted to say is if you can, please sign any petition. Any petition, that comes like, your way. any petition, even because if it's the same one, use a different email, use the same email. Every, just, you know, 
every signature counts. It just it it it, it would really help a lot to. Yeah, every time it comes down your timeline, that would be really helpful. You know, every time it comes down your timeline, just give it a, give it a sign. You know, it it literally takes like it takes less a, minute, than a minute, less. You know, just just do it. It it yeah. helps more than you than you than you realize. And if you have any spare change, any spare money, you know, anything really does help. Uh, supporting the 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 donations to the to free those who are who are protesting for the greater greater good for the for the good cause of it you know helping them get out helping them helping those falsely incarcerated get justice and you know hopefully we find yeah a change in the system soon and hopefully our 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 next generation doesn't have to go through this or at least gets to see the effects of what we've done so Yeah. yeah Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and uh, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for thank hanging you for out listening. with us and listening to us speak on some serious topics. Uh, but yeah, well, we'll... Oh, what, what, once again, I just gotta say, uh, if you do DM us, please, please be respectful. Yeah, we're not again, like we said, like, like trying if you, to. If you're rude about it, we won't like tell you off back, but like we we just ask that you. Just if you're gonna do it, be respectful about it. Uh, that'd be yeah, like we said. We're not trying to enforce any views on anyone. We're not trying to take away any 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 beliefs. We're just here to to have a con- a constructive conversation yeah. about what the world is going through right now, and uh, what what uh, you know, try and share some beliefs, share some disagreements, have a, a solid and mature conversation about what's going on because you know we just. I don't like you know if you're anything like ourselves we just want to learn more about it and see what we can do to help or see what we can do to to change in our lives to help the cause so yeah thanks for thanks for listening thanks for hanging out with us and uh we hope you guys have a nice day good night if you're listening to this at night and uh good morning yeah. if you're listening to this in the morning so uh yeah oh yeah thank you for listening hope you guys have a good day yeah love you